ever grow in our hearts You were the grace that placed itself Oh, Matthew, what a season it's been in League One. Hey, we might have not got to go to many games well, apart from that playoff one. And yes, we'd lost in the playoff, but we've got new owners. We've got this new way of signing players. I'm sure next season's going to be fine when we're back in the ground. And guess what? If nothing else, at least me and you will still be doing the preview pod and reaction pods together, won't we? <laughs> yeah, we'll be doing these podcasts forever. Forever, Good evening and welcome to the Wise Men Say Preview Show. You all right, Billy? Ah, Tom. The voice there of Tom Welsh. Yeah, I'm fine, mate. How are you? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. I'm, I'm pumped for this new season. Well, so pumped. Well, aren't we all? Tom's here. Tom Welsh is here from Vienna to um, joins me to look back at two games, actually. And we'll look ahead to the exciting Hull Friendly on Friday at the Stadium of Light. So, <laughs> well, to be t- I know, I know. We'll be taking a look at some, obviously, the 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 much mentioned squad issues that Sunderland have got at the minute. The transfer activity. There's a couple of rumours kicking about. Um, but we have had two pre-season friendly since the last pod. So, firstly, looking back all the way back to Saturday afternoon and Harrogate, we actually won a game of football four 0 um, did you see it, Tom? Have you have you had the pleasure of viewing the goals in the in the highlights? I actually I actually did watch uh, part of this because it was free, so I had a <laughs> spare Saturday afternoon. Uh, can we just touch on how ridiculous that was that all the fans got turned away like the day before? Yeah, like we I know a few people that were planning on going down, and and obviously Harrogate's a nice place. Have a few have a few beers there, spend the day there, but. Yeah, it was very weird. It was very. I think they they said something about they couldn't they couldn't steward it correctly or something. Where they they made something up. I think. I mean, they did know this game was happening. It's just it's just yeah. one of these it's one of these silly things where I think uh, Phil Smith also mentioned that it's kind of like not to go too like conspiratorial or something, but it's like it could be a bit of a like sign of things to come mm. with cer- with certain games. Where like they could be just at the last minute. Oh, we can't have away fans for this reason. Yeah. So do you think it was because obviously we they, they thought that maybe too many Sunderland fans would go down, or do you think it was just a actually we can't really be bothered with this? Um, <laughs> they've played games behind closed doors for a year now, and they kind of know how to do it, um, yeah. and they just couldn't be bothered with the aggro. I have no idea because you would have thought like a team like I don't know how rich Harrogate are. I mean I know it's a rich well, place, but it's like you know, they've not had anyone through the turnstiles for a year. You would have thought like a game against Sunderland would have been a bit of a, a boon. But I don't know. It's just it's just a bit of a, sh- it was a shame really, especially since it was a Saturday one. People were yeah. excited for it. Yeah, it was. It's obviously not too far. Um down the road and in a in a good day out. But that aside um, the game obviously did go ahead. I did see most of well. I saw the highlights and the goals. The, we were in the pub. Um, <laughs> they actually tried to get it on, but then gave up immediately. Um, yeah, good so, idea. So yeah, but I did see the I did see the, the action, so to speak, and it was a good performance from well, in particular, Embleton. I thought. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the kind of performances you wanted to uh, want to see from him. It's quite. It was quite promising, especially since he is going to be one of our key players this season. Just, well, at the moment, due to sheer lack of numbers. And this, again, we say all the time, this should be his breakout season. Since he's broken out for Blackpool last yeah. season, he might as well do it for the team he's you know, owned by. Uh, but yeah, it was like the first half. It's, the first half was great. Uh, like really positive Positive football, midfielders on the front foot all the time. Nice play down the fullback position, which I'm sure we'll get on to. Mm. <laughs> but overall, yeah, that was that game was quite positive. Um, no, it was. I mean, I mean, uh, the you know, nice to get some goals. I mean, we particularly towards the back end of last season, it, it, it was something we we obviously struggled with, mm. um, and I know it's a 
a game against Harrogate, but it was nice to get, especially for Embleton, to get a get a couple of goals. There's one one man still not to get any goals, and it's Will Grigg. Mm. <laughs> Which, well, yeah. So you think the thing. He's obviously featuring, he's still here, which we probably thought he wouldn't be. But then again, why wouldn't he be? Because he gets paid a lot of money. Yeah. And it's, uh, I know if we feel like, I feel like it's every podcast we have to fall back on Will Grigg chat. It's like the elephant in the room, isn't he? Constantly since sort of like he signed. It's like, well, what are we going to do with him? Because we can't, if no one's going to, well, no one's going to buy him. No. And we're just going to be loaning him out and paying him. So it's kind of well, we might as well play. We might as well have him in the squad. But I mean, if he's if he's going to miss chances like that, like he constantly does for us, then well, is there any point? I, I don't like. I was uh, my dad went to the game last night, and he was saying he was going on about uh, Greg, and it's just like he's, he feels like there's some kind of like hex over him here yeah. that he can't he can't score, and it just. And yet, when he goes somewhere else, like when mm. we loaned him out to MK Dons, he scored like four in a game. Yeah, and a half. Yeah, and a half. Yeah, it's like <laughs> what? <laughs> what is wrong? I mean, like we didn't play to his strengths when under Jack Ross. No, and then Parkinson just decided, I hate this man. I don't want him anywhere near and that squad. Was, that was bizarre, and that. That kind of helped him. That's not going to help anyone no. to be just sort of banished from the squad. I mean, we didn't. There were times during that period where we didn't have a striker on the bench, and mm. he, he wasn't playing. And Greg wasn't even in the squad. So, like, kind of whatever you you know whatever you think of him and how bad he's been, that was ludicrous. And it's just another one for me. It was just another situation where a manager likes to prove a point and mm. is just doing it in any way possible. We've seen it over the years here and. and at various other clubs, but it is a, a constant problem, really. The fact that he's he's still here, and it doesn't look like we were saying this time last year that you know a good preseason because he did have quite a good preseason this time last year. Yeah, um, but it's just I, it's just not going to happen for him, is it? But we're stuck with him because MK Dons have strengthened. There was rumored to be going back to Wigan, but obviously they've strengthened with. Well, like Charlie White, so, so, <laughs> and, so they yeah. don't, and they don't want like Charlie White shit, mate. Yeah. <laughs> well. It's not as if he's like plays well alongside him either, yeah. is it? Well, like, can, yeah. I, can I bring my mate Will along? It's like, well, he's no. not, he's not very think, good. I don't we don't think want he has any mates either. Yeah, it I mean, seem like he has many friends. Uh, well, he looked pretty <laughs> well. Do you remember on the documentary who just seemed to be? Living mm. in the Hilton, the Johnny Williams <laughs> the, role of being the, sad in a hotel. Being so well, we've got Alex Pritchard to do that role this year, the Johnny Williams role. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> yeah, so there was a, a goal as well on uh, Saturday for Carl Winchester, who now seems to be a right back, which is a thing that's just oh. been plucked from thin air, as far as I can see. Have you got any, <laughs> have you got any, any idea why that's, that might be a thing? Is it purely because we've no one else? I mean, I think that is that is the main reason. I think that's. I mean, when we sit talking about uh, managers sending messages and proving a point, maybe uh, Johnson on Saturday was like, "Well, I have no fullbacks. I'm going to have mm. to play Kyle Winchester here because, well, we seem to <laughs> yeah. we seem to have decided that this season, oh nine, because he signed a new contract, is not going to be a fullback. He has to be a midfielder, which also kind of inhibits the progression of players like Dan Neal and other players, like well, other youth players, everyone's excited excited to see. Well, it's that's sort of, in, in, in my opinion, counterproductive, really, because 9 is by far the right, best right-back of the club. <laughs> that, that's so bad. And it's sort of, we're replacing... A midfielder at right back at the minute with just another midfielder at right mm. back who, yeah, you know, he was fine against Harrogate there. And I think he's played, he played there and did he play there against Hearts maybe? Um, it, I think he played left back in one game, Winchester. So it just yeah. seems like he doesn't even look that versatile though. I don't sort of get it, but maybe I mean, it is a sign that you, when you mentioned there, maybe it is a, a bit of a look, this is what I've got. Um, can you go and buy me some players, please? Because last night's game, 
um, Tuesday night's game, if whatever day you're listening to this on. A nil-nil draw at Tranmere. I mean, I, I, I'll try to watch the highlights of this, but there weren't any, really. Well, so. I was, was going to say, I, I'd looked, I didn't watch it last night, but I, I thought, oh, I'll watch, I'll watch the highlights. And it was one minute and 32 seconds. Yeah, and so I think, I think that's, that's it, yeah. says it all, really. And in those uh, one minute and 32 seconds, it was mainly just watching our fullbacks get roasted by Callum McManaman. <laughs> I mean, well, that's a sentence that you've had to say on a, on a, on a podcast. Yeah. About, uh, yeah, and it's... I mean, let's let's look at the fullbacks because we've mentioned Winchester. We've mentioned who nine, aren't fullbacks. Who aren't fullbacks? Yeah. Well, we we don't have any. We don't have any senior. We <laughs> yeah. don't. We don't have any senior fullbacks at, at, at the club. Now, whichever way you look at it, and whichever way you want to dress this up, that is a major problem because we play Wigan Good. in ten days, and you know. There's been a lot made of, well, I'm not that bothered about Ipswich signing so-and-so and Ipswich signing. It's not so much the players, it's the fact that, you know, whatever plan they've had in place, whatever plan they wanted to execute, they've done it and they've done it early. Mm. And we, here, meanwhile, sit with just some children and midfielders playing at fullback. Now, yeah. those that played last night, in no disrespect, if they play against Wigan, they will get murdered yeah. for me. I don't know what I don't know if you you've got any different opinions on that. I don't know. I mean, it's just I mean, it's all well and good playing them in like these friendlies and giving them a taste of being kicked by, as Lee Johnson said, getting having war wounds from men. Hmm. I mean, it's all well and good that, and it's seeing them get a nil-nil draw against Tranmere. It's like apparently that's supposed to be commendable, but but, but it's like it's a whole different. It's going to be a totally different experience when we play Wigan, bearing in mind there's so many factors to bring in. First of all, a competitive game against a team that's spent spent relatively big in this league, has bought some of our players. Then you put in with like, this is to be the biggest crowd these players have probably ever played in front yeah. of. And then a, a crowd that not only is expectant and, but it's not, they've not been to a game, like a full game like, I mean, if you take away the, the Lincoln game, which was like 10,000 capacity or whatever. So if we say if it's like 25,000 people who've not been able to go to a game for 18 months. And it goes wrong in 10, 50, within the first 10, 15 minutes. And then we'll right back to like park, the doldrums of well, Parkinson's era. No, you are. And we, we look, you mentioned that. If that goes wrong in the first, look what happened in the first, the first game of the season against Charlton. Now, if that happens and you go 1-0 down after what was, I don't know what it was, seven or eight minutes, then which it's going to be incredibly difficult for the oh, atmosphere yeah. not to turn immediately. I just, John, you know, saying that they got a 0-0 draw against Tranmere, these, these kids and stuff, yeah, you know, that, that's fine, but that's sort of something you could say if you were to play them in the Papa John's Trophy in yeah. the middle of the season. This is supposed to be preparation for the league. Mm. Now, if, if this is if, if this is preparation and you're preparing to play this team in the league, then we're in, we're in trouble. I, just, I mean, I know last night he, he, wanted, he wanted to like fill the squad out with kids yeah. and that, and it, you know, the likes. And that's fine. That's, yeah, that's no, not, yeah. The likes of Embleton and McGeady stayed at home, but it's not, yeah, it still he still shouldn't be with your penultimate friendly of the season. Still shouldn't be just a bunch of kids. Mm. Um, yeah. And like, and now we're going into. I mean, they, they quitted themselves quite good, but like, my dad went to the game last night, and he said like, Tranmere didn't really do anything either. And so it's like you play two teams at kind of half speed, but one of them's like a professional team with like a full near enough full strength team out and us with a makeshift team of a bunch of under 23 kids that a lot of them have been brought in this summer mm. so it's not like they've been they've grown up through the academies together they've been at all different academies and yeah, brought, thrown together been, right now yeah and uh, we we should not we shouldn't really know who half of these players are let alone be, be like you know thinking that they might be playing 
in the league for us on the first day of the season. And I just, like, the game itself was, I think a word, the word non-event was used quite a lot mm. in, in the group chat last night. <laughs> um, and I, I just, and, and you know, you don't expect incredible games of football from pre-season, but no. it's, we're not conceding any goals. That's That's something you can kind of, but we're also playing Harrogate and Tranmere and well, we conceded two against Spenny Moore, but that's sort of, you know, boring. Yeah, really, yeah. Um, but yeah, these 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 kids that were brought in from other academies, it, it, there's there's no, doesn't seem to be any sort of plan. It's just sort of, right, well, they were the only players we have. Can you yeah. go and play then? Um, and it, it's, it's just a concern that with 10 days to go, we don't really have any footballers at the club. And not only that, this talk of we're getting rid of more. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, yeah. we have, well, if we talked about fullbacks, of which there are not. Yeah. Well, none of them can leave, at least. We can't get rid of any no. more fullbacks. Well, don't hold your. Well, one of them could be going, like Denver Hume. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I was going to mention him. Yeah. Well, we'll get onto him in a minute. But as rumours uh, circulating now about Bailey Wright going as well. So yeah. then we're, we're left with... Um, well, we're Callum. left with Callum Doyle and Tom Flanagan. As oh, the, okay. uh, and and yeah. Jim Adgley, obviously, who's injured till... Well, for another Yeah, forever. Who's never played. He's played one, one <coughs> or two games in the uh, Papa John's Trophy. So it's just barely right, just, just touching on him. He didn't have a, a good season last season, really. I, no. I felt that he was struggling... With fitness and just to get up to speed, I, I just don't think he acquitted himself like like he did for part of his loan spell. He, he looked at he looked a different player mm. when we signed him permanently, to be honest. But it makes no sense to get rid of him because who are we gonna like? We we need. He's a senior centre half who's played in this league, and you know, and to get rid of him for me. To Wigan, you know, to a side who we just seem determined to strengthen and, and make better than us. Yeah, it it, it makes no sense. No, am I, am I missing I mean, something? I mean, again, it's one of these things where, like, if you said to me at the end of last season, "All right, we'll we'll get rid of Bailey Wright," and I'm just like, "All right, okay." I mean, that's hmm. okay. All right, who are you going to replace him with? Oh no! Right, yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Right. Now we uh, have an issue here. Nah, but yeah. It's but- just- as we said again, as we said the other week, the the issue wasn't getting rid of these players. That we were all kind of at the end of last season, we were all kind of like quite happy, you know, shipping a lot out. But we didn't expect to have nobody come in yeah. with with like one preseason game left before the end uh, before the new season against a team that is filled with all our players. <laughs> it doesn't. It, Fill with the players that we wanted rid of at the end of last season. It's like, yeah, it's like if, like for instance, if a wife had gone to Celtic or a team in the Championship or whatever, you'd be like, "All right, okay, I can, mm. I can kind of understand that." But they've all gone. All the players we've let go have gone to champ, uh, League One rivals, yeah. so to speak. Like George Dobson, we we paid to leave. We bought him for Charlton. Who are going to be in and around? And I don't, you know, I, I, I didn't particularly rate Dobson, no. but I, it, there were just decisions going on that I think. Well, how have you sort of looked at this situation and came up with this as your yeah. answer? That doesn't make any sense. Like whatever you think of Scoan releasing him, we haven't replaced him with anyone better, as far as I, I can see. It, it, we we have less players, mm. and we have players who Corey Evans, you know, is a I'm he looks okay. Believe. He's a good footballer. Yeah, he looks. He's looked all right. But he's probably not going to play forty-six games a season. <laughs> Absolutely not. And Alex Pritchard hasn't played for a year. Now we've been here before with play across the years with players who just just aren't fit enough to play mm. all the games we need them to play. So unless you were going to bring in people, particularly. Paying people to leave just didn't, it doesn't make any sense. I don't get it at all. It's, it does, it, I mean, it does kind of smack of the kind of own, like decisions that were being made 
in the like second Jack Ross season, mm. where like players like Honeyman were sold just straight off the bat when any kind of bid came in. There's no, it doesn't seem to be any kind of strategic plan. It's like there's no way you can tell me that Speakman, Johnson, and Dreyfus all sat down at the beginning of this, this preseason. It's like, right, well, we decided to let these players go. And if there was no, like, but we'll take our time finding replacements, that, that doesn't co- it correlate. If you think all these players are rubbish and you want to get rid of them, mm. fine. But have the, have the replacements already lined up and have just pinpoint who's going to, you know, slot well, in here and there. Well, I think towards the end of last season, I think we were led to believe that there were two plans mm. for going, going up and, yes. and staying in League One, which obviously would make sense. Yeah, of course. Now, it doesn't seem that there were actually any because, <laughs> <laughs> because if, you look, if you look at this plan here, and that announced, you know, signing a kid from Man City and two midfielders at, at the end of July, that can't have been anybody's plan. No. Uh, no. So I, I just, it's, I'm very concerned and I was concerned a few weeks ago. Um, and I think a few more people are now very concerned um, because we need, you know, this is the fourth time we've done this now. Yeah. Said we need to get out of this league. And I just, I don't know. And then obviously you've got the Hume situation rumbling on in the background. And Denver Hume, who, can, can we say he's a fullback? In brackets, considering offer, I believe, is, is, the, is the actual, is the correct <laughs> is, term. Is his real term. Yeah. Also, brackets, considering offer, but also brackets, injured again. Yeah. So, so even if he sign, even if he does sign this contract, it doesn't solve any issues for the opening sort of month of the season. Well, it's, it's one of these things. How is he always injured? It's, I know. We just, he, he, I think he's played, he's probably only played 30 games. For us. Yeah, like, over, over, over what seems like twenty. Well, I think, he, but yeah, I think he made his debut in that Wolves game when we beat them three 0 um, Wow! And I remember him playing quite well against Coventry in the first season in League One, and he got injured in that yes. game, and yeah, it was yeah. not seen f- forever. Yeah. Um, now, Fume again is another one where people go, "I'm not I'm not bothered if he leaves," but evidently. We haven't replaced him with any better, but this is ridiculous. It, 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 he's had that contract offer now since, well... Six weeks. Six weeks. And yeah. I think Johnson set him a deadline of, of 10 days to either well, sign it. Or beginning of the season. The 7th, 7th of August, yeah. yeah. So do you think he will? Do you think he will stay? I, I don't think... I think if he was going to, to stay... He would have signed by now. It just smacks of because he's not one of these players where, like a Maguire or a Power, where someone can just pick him up for now. Like someone has to pay us because yeah. it's, it's compensation. So the only thing I can think of is he's holding out for someone to pay it. Mm. But and he hasn't played enough, really, for well, someone it, to. I think this is why it's dragging on so long because if he if he was going to sign. I think he would have done it by now. Essentially, when the likes of McGeady and 09 were signing, yeah. I think he would have signed along that same period. But it's also no one's gonna no one's gonna jump in, pay whatever the compensation is, which I imagine is like around in the six figures. I was thinking, yeah, probably quarter, maybe a quarter of a million, maybe yeah. it might be due. And he's well, and yeah, and if he. So, but no one's going to take a punt on him while no. he's already injured. No, this is it. So it might be he almost stays by default then. So you might just think, well, no one's. Going. It's just, but this isn't. This just isn't good. So if this, if if we built the rest of the squad, yeah, and he was still doing this, then it's like, well, this is a bit annoying and sort of who do you think you are? Mm. But whatever, it's not really an issue. But when we just got no one, and he sort of, as we've said, he's injured anyway. It's just sort of, can we just, can this just be dealt with now? Because I'm we, sick of it. Well, I think Johnson... And it's a bit embarrassing, to be honest, as well. That he's kind of, 
Well, he seems to be like holding back the re- some form of recruitment. Which is, again, I don't think that says more about the club's planning than about yeah. Denny Hume. Because Johnson said before, it's like, we're waiting on uh, Denver to sign his contract, whether we know we need one fullback or we need yeah. two. Yeah. I mean, if I was in that position, I was like, well, go and get at least one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we just have one? Well, I, we mentioned so we mentioned bringing in one. Now it looks like we are about to bring in this. We've announced that we've signed that one in the last 25 minutes or whatever. It hasn't signed yet. Um, uh, we are about to bring in someone from Liverpool, Tom. I believe you have. Do you have any information on, on him? You said you've done a, a bit of research on him. A, a bit. I've, I've wrote down the clubs he played for. Oh, right. Okay. But also, I do a pretty, he's a 20, Tony Gallagher, which yes. I always appreciate. He's 22 years old and went with the name Tony. Yeah. He's called Anthony. Yeah. I mean, good that. Big respect for that. Respect. Work at the uh, Phoenix Club. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, well, he's at Liverpool. He started off at Falkirk, then was bought yeah. by Liverpool, and apparently like teams like Barcelona and mm. uh, all Man City wanted him, and now he's coming to Sunderland. Well, I, I, so he had a loan spell with Toronto, which is he had it at I think I believe the end of last year. It's quite funny because he never actually went to the city of Toronto. It's that. almost like it's sort of a bit like when people. Play for Scotland, like Matt Ritchie. They've never been to Scotland. Yes. So yeah, because of COVID regulations, he couldn't he couldn't go into Canada. And all of the MLS games were played in America. I think they were played in Florida. Um, <laughs> so he's not even cold. So he's just no. So he's just like he's represented a, a club he's never been to, which is uh, which I just thought was quite quite funny. Really, we just go on load of Bradford or something. Like it's yeah. easier. <laughs> <laughs> go to Tranmere. It's just yeah, down the road. It's just easier. You don't need to go there. Like the rubbish anyway. Like, oh, matter. just just on that, I did enjoy the uh, the social media team last night. Kept referring to Birkenhead as Liverpool. That was yeah. Quite, that was quite funny. That was yeah. That was um, interesting to say the least. I think that's but, probably not gone down well on Merseyside. Nah, but apparently, well, uh, this Tony Gallagher is is coming in apparently. Yeah, um, he is. He's a left back. That's Again, important. That is important, but it's also. I'm not even going to pretend I know anything about no, it. I don't know anything about him no. at all. I just why would I? No, no one does. So if you, unless you've watched Liverpool's reserves a lot or Falkirk about four years ago, <laughs> then you don't know anything about him. Oh, so you don't say that in... you do. Unless yes. you are. Him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I've, I've watched all his stuff. I've been. I always followed his career in like the uh, Premier League too. It's like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Like, stop it. You didn't. Uh, but someone, uh, someone else was supposed to be. Well, this is the thing that's been happening now. Uh, yeah, we've we been keep, lying a lot. We've been. Yeah, we've been lying a lot and putting bids in. Apparently, <laughs> um, as as we all remember, last uh, last Friday we had a fourth bid for. Josh mm. Key uh, input, uh, you know, lodged or whatever, yeah, and we've heard nothing since. Making things up, and apparently we're also. Uh, Alan Nixon was saying today that we've put a bid in for this fella, Jordan Gabriel. Oh yeah, um, right back again. Who does he play for? Uh, Forest. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, I did hear about that. But he was at Blackpool last year, and right. they got promoted. Oh, well, um, he might be good then. Yeah, I mean, again, 22, that's the, that's the kind of signing we should have been, we should be looking at. And, yeah. like, I was looking at Ipswich's, Ipswich have bought everyone in the division. They, so have, they have bought a lot of players. Mm. They, they, they are very much doing what we did when we first came down, and <sighs> buying lots of people. Yeah, I mean, and I looked at their, like, their transfers, and only one of them is 30 or over. Right, yeah. Which, I mean, it's one of those things where you see it's like, ah, that's what we should be doing. But that's a plan, isn't it? Like that is yeah. that's a, that's a you know that's a that there's been meetings with biscuits and coffee, and there's been like a a thing, and, and there's been an outcome to that meeting. Not like the meetings that you know Sunderland seem to have, where there probably aren't any biscuits because we don't have any money, and like. <laughs> 
just nothing gets decided in them, like, and then they just end up more muddled than when you started. Uh, it'd be like, you know, I'm sure you've had it when you've gone into like uh, a meeting at work, and loads of people have said like loads of buzzwords and said, yeah. Oh, we'll action this, yeah. we'll do <laughs> all this, base. touch base. And then when you leave there, you have no idea what just happened. And then when yeah. you sit, you sit back down at your desk, you're like, All right, what, what do we need to do? Yeah, we're catching up on this next week, and I don't know. Well, uh, yeah. Does anyone does anyone get any idea who is Someone, he? But... <laughs> someone's just got uh, Dion Sanderson with a lot of like stars <laughs> around it. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> pretend we're buying him, and yeah. everyone will be happy with a big like a pound sign with a question mark next to it. <laughs> no, he's gone to Birmingham. Stop mentioning him. Oh, you can't gone, buy him anymore. He's gone where? I used to work there. <laughs> I used to, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well so yeah so providing we uh we don't we bring in this man from liverpool and someone called gabriel from nottingham forest then that would yeah. at least solve in part the defensive so, issues but it again would... it's like you bring this play this young lad in throw him into the you yeah know, it's deck chairs off the titanic this isn't it is what like it's they could all be fine. It's like they might Callum, be. Callum Doyle has looked good in preseason, but he's seventeen. I work, so my issue with with this is he's been built up a lot. Now he's been, and it's like, well, we've we been told that there isn't any more to come, and this is your lot. Because <laughs> I worry about him if he has a bad game because he's if he has a terrible debut, mm-hmm. then he's a kid. It, you yeah. know, he's, he'd be doing, he'd be at like his first year of college. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. It, it, he's like, he's almost 13 years younger than me. That's mad that I can, like, <laughs> he is a child. Mm. And we've seen, for all Charlie White is questionable in the air at times and, you know, whatever. He he could well just bully him. Like, yeah. there's, and, and there, are, there are, you know, 20 Charlie Wikes and similar strikers in this league. Akin Fenwer. I mean, uh, yeah. Cam I mean, Jerome. It's yeah, like, they, they're like, like wily, like experienced. And mm. I'm not saying that Doyle isn't a good footballer. He, you know, he, he looks good. He looks technically good. He looks strong. He, he does look strong. But he's a kid, and mentally, if if he hasn't, if he has a bad game, which I'm not saying he's gonna, but he, he he will make a mistake at some point. Yeah. Well, no. Just like as you say, like players of that age. They're bound to make mistakes because they're just that's they're still why they're here the as well. Like, that's, yeah. that's that's what's what's going to happen. And, and like City have sent him to us because oh look, well this will be a, a big challenge for him. and if he comes through that. Like we could be sat here in like December time and thinking how, how well what a find this player is. And, like yeah. it's been incredible. I mean I hope we are. I really do. That'd be that'd be a dream. Um but you just I can't like I can't put myself into this kind of like already like hero worship of no. someone who's had two good games against Hearts and Harrogate. Yeah. No, I, 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 I'm the same. I, I think it's a sign in that again you you're making alongside if we had three or four senior centre halves, you're like, oh well, he'll be great actually yeah. because you know. He's going to be fit. He's going to be athletic. He's going to be, and you sort of pick and choose when he can come in, and he'll grow into the side. But he, yeah, he's clearly going to be the first choice centre half at the minute. I mean, that's that's, that's tremendously worrying. It's it like is, for it? for example, if if uh, Jordan Willis was fit, yeah, and you had those two like yeah. a, big like athletic centre halves, I'd be more than more than confident going into the season because you've got the kind of athleticism and like exuberance and speed of like Doyle but then you've also got um, I know Willis isn't that much older but more of the experience head has been a captain and all this whereas if Doyle is the one leading it I mean if he if he can do a job like that then he's far better than anyone than anyone expects and he could go on to play for Man City but I don't know it's a big ask of him. It's of a, course, it's a, yeah. It's a big ask. It's his first loan, which it's big loan as well. Yeah. The expectations on him. You know, he, he might thrive on it and we all, I hope he does. But Yeah, definitely. 
we don't we don't know. <laughs> The Wise Men Say podcast is brought to you in association with From the Terraces. For a 10% discount on all products, enter the discount code WMS10 at the checkout stage. While you do that, check out the From the Terraces podcast presented by Matt Keeling and Rory Fallow, available from your usual podcast platform. For more information, just search for From the Terraces. Just looking at the... The team, I, I did sit on the dinner earlier and I tried to put a team together for the for the whole game. Now, usually your, your final friendly would be a dress rehearsal. Mm-hmm. It would be, well, give or take one or two, maybe an addition or, you know, someone coming back from injury. This is the team that I'm going to play against Wigan. Yeah. Now, <laughs> just looking <laughs> at it here, and <laughs> I really hope it isn't because we've got, well, I, I've, obviously I've, I've, Probably done this wrong because I've put I've got Burgeon goal, although I'm led to believe he's competing for a position because now people want Patterson to start based on just nothing. I think it's um, always with the, especially with goalkeepers, it's well, certain people are always like they want change, gagging for change. It's a bit like, and also because Patterson is like a, a homegrown player, people yeah. want him to be the next Pickford. He's certainly not that. No, but, he's not going to be that. He might be, you know, he might well be a good. I've not really seen him play. He had nothing to do against Harrogate. No, and he's uh, he's looked he's looked okay. Yeah, and I, I think sure he is been, okay. And I, it's good for Burge. He was decent competition for Burge, and it's we we've not had to bring in. Unlike uh, Crystal Palace's Remy Matthews, you mean? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, top marks of the grift. It's just That's like incredible. I absolutely isn't it? love that. <laughs> I have more respect. For, <laughs> Ironically, he would have got like a one-year extension if he'd yeah, come to the championship. And now he's at the Premier League. Yeah, so. he got a two-year deal. Two-year deal? Yeah, he got a two-year Amazing. deal. Incredible, Amazing. isn't it? Yeah, it's good. Uh, fair play. Hats off to him. Well done, Remy Matthews. <laughs> the worst goalkeeper we've ever heard. Uh, so, so far. Um, yeah, so far, yeah. Well, I've got... Well, I've burgeoned goal, but then I've put all nine at right-back because uh, he is the best right-back we have. Yeah. Although he won't play there. And then I've gone with Doyle and Wright centre half because I feel that Wright. If he's still here. Yeah, well. Oh, sorry, for the whole game. Yes, well, I've gone. gone well, I've, I've said the whole game, but this, I've kind of, it's kind of both, really. Using the yeah. whole game is kind of a, you know, you can interchange one or two. But, well, I've gone with Wright purely because I feel that he's probably going to be better to talk Doyle through the game and I know he's had fitness issues so that he could maybe put the two together and think well actually Wright's positionally great and he'll mm. talk him through the game his legs maybe aren't the quickest so Doyle can do that I don't yeah. know it was based on that basically <laughs> uh, but obviously he might not be here so and then left back I've gone well I've gone with people who are actually here and uh, it, it's going to be probably Dan Neil. Um, I mean, well, it has to be Dan Neil (laughs) or Dice because, I mean, he's not looked very good. No, he hasn't. Let's put it mildly. Um, The issue, like, with Dan Neil, it's like he has been probably one of the the brighter sparks in in pre-season along with Embleton. Well, I suppose you could put Flanagan there at left-back. I mean, okay. I mean... I, this but, is a, again, this is this is the whole issue. Yeah, like, it's a mess, and well, it is. Like, look, I mean, look, try, look at the crossings out I've got on there, trying to <laughs> trying to work it out. Like, <laughs> but it's just that aside. You, whoever you play there, we shouldn't be having to shoehorn players into the position for the first game no. of the season. This should be when you have your entire squad available. You can say, yeah. you know, you've refreshed, got, and it's just shambolic. In the mm. middle, I've gone Winchester and Evans. These are the two, and then I've gone Embleton in front of them because he's had it. Well, he's going to play. He's, he, he's, he's, he's sold to Blackpool next week. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. I jest, but well, you never know. You never <laughs> like, know. As I said before, any kind of like the honeyman thing, and that's this is that Blackpool link with Embleton isn't 
going to go away. He's no. always going to be there. And if they offer three quarters of a million pounds for him, he's gone. We'll take it. Oh, yeah. We'll Which take is... it and buy six players with it. Or buy no players. And oh, then just, just yeah. fix the lift again or something like that. Yeah, or buy, yeah, buy something stupid. Yeah. He's taking the elephant instead of the money. <laughs> yeah. He's buying the walrus. And yeah, well, well, Wally the I wonder how long it would take to get on the Wally the Walrus. We might well we might as well play Wally the Walrus, who's causing havoc on the yeah. arms of silly. Someone um, actually uh, tweeted me saying they actually went to the they were working in the Isles of Silly recently and they actually saw him. <laughs> oh wow. So, I yeah. love him. He's great, isn't he? He's our yeah. friend, Tom. Yeah, we are. We are good friends with Wally the Walrus and You'll get to hear him next week's podcast. Oh, well, yeah. Grunting in the corner as we agree <laughs> with everything he says. Mm, um, yes. Greenpeace fuming. Yes. Um, I've gone with Ross... I haven't gone with Wally the Walrus. I've gone with uh, oh, okay. Ross Stewart up front. Uh, because okay. I don't want to play Will Gregg. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, again, Ross Stewart is fine. Uh, he's not that fine like he's not great I know he's not but this is what we've been reduced to because all the other strikers have been snapped up I remember well the the only other options really you've got up front are Grigg and O'Brien you know and and obviously Kim Pioca I mean Uh, this is I'm I'm sad now after I've done it's really screwed the barrel Right. I mean, I've, I've I kind of cobbled together a substitutes list as well, but now seeing as I were playing Flanagan at fullback, I need one more. I don't even have enough. So I've got <laughs> <laughs> Neil, Diamond, Griggle, Brian and Kimby. I mean, I just, yeah, I'd, I don't so, know. So you've got Embleton as like an attacking midfielder. I've got him as sort of a number 10, yeah. And got then who's on the... I've got, got McGeady and Gooch either side. Yeah, that makes sense. But it also... I think it would be quite telling um, how um, Johnson approaches like the whole game and the Wigan game when it comes to that front four. Because mm. I mean, we've we've said about the defence is a mess, but up front is not too bad. I mean, no, I mean you, the wingers. You know, you've got well, we've got McGeady and Gooch in there, and then yeah. you've obviously got O'Brien. Well, this is the thing. It's like. If he plays O'Brien instead of Embleton in like the first game, I think that's not going to send the, the best message. No. Whereas I'd like to, I'd finally like to see Embleton get like a proper run of games and just stick with him yeah, for like him. ten yeah. games or something. And yeah. then if it doesn't work, well, O'Brien can come in. And O'Brien is actually. I mean, he's not great, but he is an option from the bench. I think he's okay, actually. I, I just wish he could, you know, kick the ball. <laughs> sort of like, can't strike a ball, can he? And if he could, he'd be like, really quite good. Yeah. His handful, these positions he gets himself into are great, mm. but he just he just can't finish. And, and there, was, think... there was that period last season where he worked, he combined really well with uh, White. And yeah. we really missed Oh, him. Wigan should sign him then. <laughs> well, they probably will. To be fair, I mean, why um, not? Why not? Well, yeah, and obviously you've got, you know, he's, you know, he's very raw, but you've got Jack Diamond as well as an option mm. to to come on, and he would never start for me. I think he's always going to be an option against tired legs. Yeah, and I mean, I'm still, still ne- not really convinced by him. It's, well, no, no, it's me. His decision. It's like he has the uh, enthusiasm, has the energy. And he does a lot of good things, but it's always his decision-making when it comes to, like, the final ball or, like, his final touch yeah. is always, like... And also, he seems to be petrified of having a shot. Which is yeah, it's very um, Jerry James McLean vibes from him, when he but a worse version. Yeah, I mean, at least with McLean, like, you knew what he was going to do, just head down, like, a, yeah. and then, like, you know, like a horse, and then just, like... Yeah. I'm just going to run it because I don't know how to do anything else. Yeah, and then belt it across the the box whereas I don't know like Diamond always looks like he's there's too many thoughts going on in his head of like <laughs> why is he playing tambourine like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. whereas like McLean was just kind of like you know the donkey with the fly yeah. like, around his head <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, well that's sort of well that's sort of the team I've managed to cobble together for the for the next well the, the friendly and then the opening game of the season against Wigan mm-hmm. now 
at this point of the pod, we'll do predictions. And I'm not going to ask for a prediction for the whole game because I frankly don't really care. So I ask you to predict, Tom, how many signings you'll think we'll make before we play Wigan. Well, hmm. I'll go three. So is that is that in touch? So is that the two fullbacks and one other? Um, I think it's going to be this one fullback mm-hmm. and two others because I don't for some reason I don't think we'll get this Jordan Gabriel six hundred thousand pounds I think is 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 the rumored bid now yeah and apparently it's like we said we've been near to a million for Josh Key I mean I mean we could get off this podcast and they're probably all signed which makes yeah, us all like dickheads. Well, it'd be quite funny, really. Quite apt, yeah. really. Yeah, right. no, for the chaos of the uh, the new era of the <laughs> yeah, the podcast. new dawn, the new dawn. We were actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's very much like Sunderland. You thought it was like a new thing, <laughs> but it's exactly the same thing. Yeah, it just, is actually very much with, the same, just with different voices. I think, uh, well, one of the same voices. Well, but I think we'll sign one player, and it will be him from Liverpool. Jesus. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, and then, but everyone will say, "Oh, well, that's fine," because we we will probably like beat Hull like one there. Yeah. Oh, it was good. They're they're in the championship. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Right. Now and, look uh, what we've done. And then, yeah, <laughs> it's just I don't I don't know because there's a lot of people I've seen been like how this is actually a good thing. And like people are quite like calm about it and don't really have it's any not concerns a good thing. that people have it under control, that like their powers that be have it under control. And I'm just like, are you mad? Yeah. It's, it's like, how can you look at this? No matter, no, any other season, if we'd only signed like two players and let mm. nine, nine mm. first teamers go and they could sit back and go, this is fine. Good, this. Yes, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's like when Homer's like you know, three seconds to call a meltdown, and he's like, "Eeny me, like it's that bad." Yeah, because like, that's what it's going to be. Who have you signed, Mo? Like it's just <laughs> we don't know. Like, I was th- I was thinking more when he was like, uh, you know, when he sets his house on fire, and he just <laughs> he just sat there having a cigar, saying, "Everyone's stupid except, <laughs> except me,", me. <laughs> and the whole house is burning down. Well, <laughs> well, quite. Uh, Quite appropriate, really, is the stadium fight burns down the Sunderland to lose 3 1 at home, the whole city on Friday night in front of 3,000 people. Oh, 3, um, 3,000, <laughs> yeah, seething uh, supporters with absolutely no one traveling up from home, you'd imagine. Uh, I don't um, think so. Got anything else to add, Tom? Uh, do you want to talk about the ticket price fiasco? Uh, well, if you want to talk about that, then. Chris Weatherspoon's done a tweet. Um, so, no, I think we probably should touch on it. It's obviously doing the rounds at the minute. It is expensive to buy a ticket for the match. I mean, yes. I mean, as someone who, obviously, I, I wasn't, I don't live in the area. Well, certainly. Well, you don't, don't live, live in, in the country, Tom. No, that's... but when, like, when I did live in the UK, I was like, I, I didn't live in Sunderland, so I couldn't commit to a, a season ticket. Yeah. Um, so I would buy game by game at the stadium and 30 26 to 30 pounds well my mates just bought one and 26 quid for a league one game is is a lot of money like it doesn't work I know when people I know people are adding it up over the course of the season well if you bought every ticket on a match day it would cost you this that's probably less of a an issue because you're not going to do that but it's just like the one you're just going to buy a season ticket but it's just the one off for someone who's going to think oh I might go to the match no actually no, I could take this 30 quid and just go to the pub all day. Yeah. Like, I mean... I'd probably watch it. It's <laughs> one of these things as where, like, we used to complain. I remember coming down the first year in the in League One, and I remember the first away game was Luton, and they mm. charged, like, 20... They yeah, charged... It was, 20, it was 28 quid, I think, because yeah. 26, because it was at that game, yeah. Uh, we were on the same road, as I recall. We were, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I remember thinking, all right, this is this is steep for League yeah. One. And then, like the majority of clubs are charging about like twenty, which I thought that's part yeah, of the fair cost. Enough. Um, and twenty six, I mean, especially the year everyone's had. And I know this is it, and this is part. I know that's not the club's fault, but it, you know, it, yeah. there's a, there's a, it, you know, people have 
lost jobs and people are yeah people don't have much money and, and it, it's also like you know the club needs to do a lot to kind of build a lot of bridges that were burnt there's a lot of bridges been burned and there's going there's a lot of people that are going to take a lot of winning over and this you know charging this sort of money is the cheapest ticket as well yeah i mean it, it isn't i mean it's just not I just don't think it's it just doesn't set a good message. No, it's like the optics on it are really bad, uh, especially when you've got like, uh, well, you've got someone, you've got a club owned by, you know, as women told, like, you know, part of a billionaire family. And it's, you, you would have thought there'd be a lot more cash flowing around the club as it well, is. You but, would. <laughs> well, but there isn't. And I know the club has lost a lot of money, but I don't that's, think but that, that's. Everyone has, yeah, and it's not it's not the supporters' fault. No, you know? and I don't think they should be passing the burden on to the. Supporters. Not when, not when people bought tickets for games that they probably knew they weren't going to be able to go to last season. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's it's a tricky one, and it's it's not a it, it's not great, and it's not great. It's not going to do a lot to sort of win over those fans who are bemused and have fallen by the wayside rightly over the last few yeah. years with the train wreck that's been going on. Yeah, and the thing is, it's not going to bring in anyone new. It's anyone, not. You know, if you, you know, you're, a, you know, you're, you know, a dad or a, a mom, and they want to take the kids to the match, and it's yeah. like you would have thought, you know, a bit affordable, but you're going to be pen, paying fat end of fifty quid before yeah. you've done anything. And it's the third division as well. To watch shite. <laughs> to watch to, rubbish. To, yeah, to watch yeah. Cheltenham. Ugh. To watch Sunderland. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, you know, you're right. It's. It's it's a lot of money and it's obviously that they've been set and they're probably not going to do anything about it. But I wouldn't be surprised if you see more offers this season. Well, yeah, um, on the back of all so. this. But um, but yeah, Chris has done a Chris has done a tweet. Finance has done a tweet uh, comparing it to the to the other teams in the league. So going, I don't know what his Twitter thing is, but you'd be able to find him. Yeah, just you would find it. He's a he's a gobshite on Twitter. Yeah, he's, just, he'll pop up in everyone's feed. Yeah, yeah, he will do. But um. But yeah, anything is anything else to add? Anything about Walrus or anything else you want to uh, add before we go? I mean, we could talk about this Walrus for about another hour, but like, we could uh, do. But we probably should. I think we'll, well, I'm people, still in the office, and people are going to lock up as well. So I'm probably going to get locked in. Jean's being locked in if I don't leave now. <laughs> so, um, well, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens on Friday. And we'll well, we'll talk about see. we'll talk about the Walrus next week as we react to a defeat um, next week and every week and until, every week until it's returned to its native. Greenland. Well, he's yeah. going to move on to like somewhere else next. Yeah. Hope oh, well, Sunderland. Could move to he Sunderland. could do. Could go to the match. Sit next to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> all that's left to say anyway after all of that walrus chat is uh, thanks very much for listening. Uh,